Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of Basketball Babble, where we talk all things NBA, you know, current events, and you know, we just like to chop it up, you know, as we do in person all the time. But we figured it would be, you know, entertaining. It'd be it'd be fun to um, share our conversations with the world on uh, the NBA, the association. So um, I'm joined by my co-host. Uh, first of all, I'm Trev, and I'm joined by my co-host. Uh, TP, who was going by uh, Geo TP today. Uh, we'll let him talk about that. And I'm joined by uh, my other co-host, El Jefe, um, as well, um, and as, as always. So I want to start with you, TP. How are you doing today? Um, what's going on with you? So I don't know if anybody's familiar with the G-O-M-D, J. Cole song. Get off That's my... That's really Yeah. <laughs> get off TP, you know, get off the playmaker. That's That's how I'm feeling. I got it. Uh, let me, let me be very clear about some things. And this might be explicit. I hope we don't get demonetized. I don't know if we're saying any money yet, but we're not, we're know. not, we're not at that stage quite yet, but, um, All right, so we don't have to worry about demonetization. No, but we should, um, we should, we should watch the F-bombs. I was listening back to some I'm not, of our I'm stuff. Not gonna, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the F word, but okay. I've never seen such dick sucking that, Jeez. that I've seen. <laughs> what? That scene with Shannon Sharp and LeBron, like, Yes, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies were talking shit to LeBron. LeBron felt offended for sure. I'm like, okay, we get it. It's the NBA. Yeah. LeBron, you're an old man. Deal with it. MJ and Kobe, they would just go out there and prove it. You're sitting there whining this, that, and the third. Then you have Shannon Sharp come in and try to play enforcer from the sideline. What are we doing? I've never seen such a high level of dick sucking in my life than Shannon Sharp did the other night. That was insanity. Man, you want to talk about uh, a moment on, you know, social media. I mean, they had this man, Shannon Sharp, like, clipped up. You saw the picture, like, he was, uh, like, he's turned around. It's like an action shot, right? And he's wearing the cardigan. Bro, yes. why? <laughs> that shit looks so intense. Bro. Bro. <laughs> I think Braun posted it, too, on his Instagram. Uh, yeah, he was like, he's like, he's like, quote, unquote, I wish, if, if mood was, I wish a nigga would or whatever. Yeah, Bro. yeah. Be serious, man. Be Bro, serious. You know what's funny? He didn't want no type of smoke with uh what what's the center's name? Uh Steven Adams. He didn't want no smoke with that man. Well he got up Steven there. Adams would have put that man Bro. on bed rest. Yes, yes, very much so. Now, I granted, so. everyone else would have probably put him down, like you know, Shannon Sharp would have put everybody else down. But Steven Adams is not to be messed with. He's Correct. huge. Correct. He's docile, which means he has a bunch of anger stored in. Shannon Sharp, relax, buddy. Nobody's really fucking with LeBron. We all know he's he, he might well he allegedly tapped in with the GDs. <laughs> I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. I'm not. LeBron, a LeBron has to check in when he, to, when he goes to. out. Is that what you saying? No. That, do you see? Do you see that post the other day? The dude is a GD. He said, "LeBron, you got to tap in." <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very clear. I am not. I am not a. You see, there's no six points here. It's five Dallas Cowboys. I'm not. Not a gangbanger. I am a regular civilian. Okay. Yeah. I'm a regular civilian. I don't do any of that. So please don't pull up on me. I. I'm peace. I play with Legos. I build Legos. I read books. I'm a regular nigga. Okay. LeBron reads no books. LeBron smoke. reads books as well. LeBron does not read books past the fifth page. It's the fifth page now. <laughs> I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's not past the fifth page. 
But yeah, you. man, that was that was crazy dick riding. Like that was insane. Yeah, that was that was, it was it was an insane sequence, but you know, like like uh Shannon said, like uh, you know, Jaws father said, it's all love. You know, he said it's just two dudes from the south who are getting passionate, you know, about uh, you know, the the club that they're rooting passion for. over another nigga. That's it. Man, uh, well, I'm glad I got to understand what's on your mind to start off the show, uh, TP. Never um, seen that. Never seen that before. Yeah. We're adults. We're not yeah. out here. We're not out here. I mean, like, I'm riding for my niggas, but, like, I'm not out here riding for that like that. Yeah. Insane. I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, it, it got, got pretty chippy out there. It was It was a bit... Uh, It's a bit insane. The memes and the jokes are still rolling in. I'm excited to see what is going to happen on Disputed on Monday. Because one thing I noticed was that Skip Bayless did not say anything publicly, at least that night or in the next morning about it. Which what 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 does that make me think? These guys really don't like each other now, because Skip Bayless did not even say anything about that. It involved it involved two it involved one of the two things that he talks about consistently. Um, you know, LeBron James and the Dallas Cowboys. You know, those are the two things he talks about a lot, and he said nothing about this. And then his co-host was involved in it. These guys really don't like each other. Like Skip that Bayless perfect getting, opportunity, though. Skip Bayless knows he doesn't perfect. want to get beat up. Shannon Sharp will beat up everybody else, with That's the exception true. of Stephen Adams. That's true. Like if they go on the show on Monday and um, Skip says something to the effect of like, you know, you were getting, you know, you know, handled or whatever, Shannon might lose it on air. He he might lose it on air. Um, so I think Skip is going to handle and approach the situation very cautiously. Um when they ultimately discuss it um, on the next episode. Mm-hmm. I, that's sure. my opinion. But thank you, uh, TP. I'm glad I got to understand where your head at head is at, you know, thinking about the recent news and the association. But let me switch over to Hefe. Um, what's going on with you? What do you, what did you think about that that interaction, um, you know, with, with Ja, Ja's dad, you know, uh, LeBron, the Grizzlies uh, players, all of them, uh, of course, Shannon Sharp. Man, what's 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 going on with you, man? What do you think about that? I ride and die for Ja and Memphis. Steven Adams has been my guy since the OKC days. You know, he reminds me of Roman Reigns. Yeah, I swear to God, he's in the bloodline. I swear to God, he's related to The Rock. They 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 favor each other so much. But that's been my guy since day one. I've always liked Steven Adams. So TP to your point, you don't want to mess with that guy. I know he's got a he's got one knockout punch just ready for somebody in the NBA. I can already see it in his eyes. But as far as Ja, man, that's my guy. I'm his jersey will be on the wall at some point. I, that that's coming. It's loading. Um, yeah. But LeBron, sit down, man. Just relax, calm down. You're you're not you're sitting in thirteenth place right now. Worry about making the play in. Uh, like well, the, the, the Lakers, of, the, the Lakers did win that game, by the way, by one point. I mean, they, yeah, by one point. Kudos. But but but, but let's they weren't worry they about weren't this. they weren't expected to be competitive, and they won the game. I'm I, I'll put it this way. I I oh as much as as much as I don't like LeBron. Whatever whatever team he's on, I, I expect some type of competition when he's on the court. Absolutely. I always expect a competitive game, no matter who he's playing. So so the books can say it's not going to be a competitive game, but when LeBron James is on the court, it's going to be a competitive game. Yeah, from, from LeBron. And, and, and I this. think I think the challenge is making sure all the all the uh you know everyone else is is playing up to that that level. I mean, and of course you're right. And without AD of right now, LeBron that's gonna that's gonna play. be very hard. He's, yeah. he's chasing after accolades. So, of course, LeBron is going to play because he's chasing the ghost in Chicago. 
I would say he's, LeBron is he's jogging. I wouldn't say he's chasing it. I, I think that you know he's he's gonna get it. The he ghost, have to... the ghost in Chicago. No, he's not. He's not chasing that man. The only thing he's chasing right now is that points. Look, points. man, I know, I know that you have a certain affinity for that man, but let's oh, be James. very clear. Let's be very clear. There's one ghost that mm. remains in Chicago. Yeah, and everybody is chasing that said ghost. Everyone's not chasing that ghost. They're not. They're not. You got guys who want to be great. No, no, for real. You got guys that want to get be great. You got guys that just want to get paid. I think those are the two type of players that you have in the association today. And I think LeBron is one of those guys that wants to be great because he's so already with, gotten paid. He's gotten paid so many times. I mean. Right. So with being great, there is a certain plateau that you have to reach. Yeah, and there is one man that stands on said plateau. Well, LeBron's never gonna go six and zero in the finals. Like that's not gonna happen. It's. So. I mean, obviously, it's not. Yeah. So I mean, like he can't be chasing it. It can't happen. You know. Exactly. But, there, but there's it can't happen. But, no, he. But the thing is, he has to chase it. So he has to get these accolades. So the scoring title with him being what? What is it like two sixty one away? Two sixty away right now. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. It's two sixty away. So that's just another. Another platitude for him to be like, oh, I've done this. But the the longevity, Michael did it in such a condensed amount of time. And he was still what? He's, he's like he's like third or fourth or fifth on the scoring title list. In a condensed amount of time. LeBron had to do it in X amount of years. And then we're we're gonna talk about it for the next what couple of months. Why? Because LeBron needs to be propped well, up. I wouldn't say that. I mean, it's a record that most likely is probably going to stand for at least at least at least two decades, probably a quarter of a century after LeBron gets it. Honestly, I mean, the way scoring is going in the NBA, I mean, you know, you guys got you got guys like Kevin Durant, uh, Stephen Curry, who you know could definitely approach it. You know, health, you know, depending, and you know if they play. But uh, Kevin Durant isn't you know that much younger than LeBron. Stephen Curry isn't that much younger than LeBron. <laughs> So it's one of those things where it's like, how long do they want to play? You know, how long are they going to be? Because uh, LeBron's a physical freak. I mean, just, you know, he's really never suffered any real injuries, uh, you know, serious injuries playing in the NBA. So, I mean, that helps too. Um, just his genetic makeup to be able to, you know, of course, the money he spends on his body to prepare and stuff like that. But, I mean, after he gets this, it's not going to be broken for, you know, at least probably, you know, quarter of a century, honestly. I mean, previously, this so, record has stood for like 40 years or so. So, I mean. Yeah, and the, bar, sure. the record will stand for a while. 100%. So, I think it's I think there's big significance behind that. I mean, for a guy that has not been known as a scorer, I mean, Jordan, you know, when people think about him, they think about him, you know, um, you know, most NBA players, you know, scoring. You know, that's the game is about buckets. You know, you got to you got to get points. But. I do believe that there is a thing about LeBron. Like, he's not, like, the score. Because you don't hear about him, like, oh, LeBron's going for, like, you know, 35 every night. Like, that's not his play style, typically. You know, he will, you know, assist. Um, you know, he'll do different things off the ball in order to contribute to his team. So, I do think that that part of him. No, no, I'm just saying, like, people, like, like <laughs> I, I've heard LeBron say, it's like, but he's not a scorer, though. You know, it's just like, but he's the all-time, you know, leading scorer. So I think I think it's there, obviously there's narrative, and then I think it's longevity for sure. I mean, you've got guys like in the NFL, like you know Frank Gore. I think he's like top five rushing all time, but was he ever like, you know, 
one of the best, you know, at any point in time, like, yo, Frank Gore is like the best in the league, top two. I don't think so. But longevity matters, you know, it's a skill in itself. Guys get hurt. He's fortunate enough to not have suffered any injuries that have derailed him too much. So does 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 longevity ultimately place him amongst the most skilled? Because Yeah, I mean he he's up there with the most skilled for sure. But is he is he is, is he a better scorer than Kobe Bryant? Is he a better scorer than Michael Jordan? Is he even a better scorer than his contemporaries with Steph Curry and Kevin Durant? Is he a better scorer? Or is it a conversation where because he has a longevity? Because if you look at the shot chart, a lot of LeBron's points come from the free throw line. He come it comes I I had an argument with a friend of mine and we looked at the shot chart. A lot of LeBron's buckets come close to the close to the cup, free throw line, or he shoots a lot of three pointers, which is fine. So, so now we have to look at the level of skill, and I think that's where the conversation lies. Because yeah, you can you can score a lot of buckets, and I'm I'm not here to diminish what LeBron has done because this is 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 is, is an amazing feat that he is going to break. One thousand percent is going to break, barring any sort of injury. You know, he's going to break the record. But what it it boils down to is level of skill. And some of these guys that we're talking about as far as scoring are more skilled than he is as far as scoring I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily agree. I mean, those guys are – He's not a better scorer than – He's not a better scorer than Kobe. He's not a better better scorer than Kevin Durant. Or Corey. I agree agree about Kevin Durant. Definitely not – or Curry. Curry, 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 Curry. Stephen Curry has an element to his game that very few players can even replicate. And it requires a high degree of skill that most players will probably not have. Um, obviously, you can yeah, practice repetition. The three-point shot is, is is way more difficult than any dunk, than any layup, than any free throw, you know, two-point shot that you can make. It's just a lot harder, you know, to do yeah. that. So the skill to, you know, do that shot is, you know, that's that's obviously the most skillful shot that you can make. I think Kevin Durant is the most talented, um, you know, just score maker, you know, like in the NBA, in the NBA today, for sure. I think LeBron just does other things that that make up for it. So I think if he did focus on scoring, that he might be regarded more as a scorer, but he has more so focused on being a facilitator and playing multiple positions throughout his career. Yeah, well, think, hopefully those I, I other things can point. lead to some playoffs because they're not looking they're not looking too good right now where they're standing. And they need AD back more more than more than they <laughs> they know. Yeah. And I need him back because my player combo bets, man, I'm missing those. Those bets were coming in easy every night for AD. Oh my God. <laughs> I need that back. You know, AD AD is a <clears throat> guaranteed lock for, you know, 18 to 20 points a game, eight to ten rebounds a game. So those those bets were pretty locks. I remember there was a lot of green on my fan duel when I was entertaining fan duel um so I, I think that when they said that ad will be coming back then i think what they said there's a report around the return is week. as early as january 28th versus the celtics right so next week so he'll be back sometime next week which is good for the lakers which means that that push saturday right so the, i mean the lakers they're not in bad shape per se you know, they're, they still have a very good chance of making the playoffs. And once the Lakers are in, I mean, again, I, I, I won't say that I initially 
trash talk LeBron, but once LeBron is in the playoffs, it's he's a different animal. He's a different beast, and that's why I say he's the second best. He's the second best player ever to play the game of basketball because once LeBron gets to the playoffs, all bets are off. Um, and with Anthony Davis, if Anthony Davis chooses to play, and that that's going to be the key for this Lakers team with Darvin Ham. I mean, the rotations he's gotten a lot better than uh, what was this was was last coach Frank Vogel. Yeah, Vogel. Yeah, so I think Darvin Ham has an understanding of the Lakers rotations, what works, what doesn't work. With Anthony Davis out, he seems to have a very calming effect. Like when I watch him, just kind of like you know, just talk on the sidelines he seems very like calm no matter what stage of the game they're in i mean he's a former player so you know that i think that's that plays to his benefit you know you understand the game not just off the court but on the court like frank vogel probably didn't have an understanding on the court so it's like okay i understand the matchup i understand what works here what doesn't work here and again you have lebron james on your team so for sure for sure with Anthony uh, Davis coming back, it's going it's going to make the Western playoff picture a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean you got you got Westbrook too. I mean you talk about the rotations. I mean it's working well Westbrook, for him. You know he's going you know he's he's uh very close to having a triple double um record. Another uh he's away from two hundred, two triple doubles away. I will say that I used to think that he was just stat padding, but I mean when you look at some of the numbers with what what um OKC used to do wins versus losses and like his percentages of wins with him doing you know him procuring that triple double yeah. it's there's there's obviously a direct correlation to success for teams that he's played with and triple doubles whether it be for Washington or um Houston when he's with James Harden for a little bit or when he's with OKC by himself you know it's Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook what is worth first first ballot hall of famer um he does all that his teams ask for and more. So I think he's got a short and he's gotten the short end of the stick over the past couple of years, just because, you know, whether his mid range jumper been off or he not being able to score when teams need him, but he does pretty much everything else. So for sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just not the the solidified guy. He's he's just not. Russ Westbrook is him. absolutely the guy. He is him. It just he's, he's just not him. He's not him. If he was um, him, I think would have got it done. I think that we over we overestimated the type of player he was because of the triple double accolades. I think that we thought he was just this dynamic player that just like is super athletic, super strong, who just will do anything up and down the court. And we realized that, um, you know, that could be the missing piece to a to a team like LeBron uh, is on. And we realized that that wasn't. I think that's really what it came down to. I mean, when he played on Washington, I mean, yeah, he was tripled up. Everyone loved him because he, was, you know, willed them into the playoffs or whatever. But, I mean, was he playing, like, excellent basketball? I don't know. I don't know. People will say yes. People will say no. But it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's 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 but, talk about some other but, stuff, guys. But, uh, but, but speaking of playing yeah. excellent basketball, there's a team out west too that's really playing excellent basketball, and it might be making the playoffs for the for the first time in 16 years. Got the biggest playoff drought right now. Talking about the Kings, man, I can't wait to see this. The Kings for the first time in the playoffs. That's going to be really exciting. Uh, I was watching them last night. I don't know if y'all got to see any of the game um, when they were playing Philly. 
Uh, but Philly was down Embiid, and they were down Harden, and and they were going back and forth towards the end. It was a really interesting game. The Kings, man, they've really stepped up this year. I'm really excited for them. I'm really excited for them. They've been in a drought for so long. Yeah, it was a high scoring affair. I think both teams had like oh, I, it was they like play one, no defense. One twenty seven and one twenty nine. Yeah. They yeah. they play no defense. If you don't take the over in Kings games, I don't know what you guys are betting on. I mean, I've been hitting those them and the Spurs. Those things come in. Yeah, they do come in. Um, yeah, they they definitely come in. Now, the thing was that you know Philly is you know typically low scoring, but without Embiid, I mean, there's really no one to like clog up the middle. So you know, a team like Sacramento who. You know, they don't just get it in the paint. They get it, you know, uh, from three as well. So it's it's just a tough team to defend against. I mean, you have the Kings have a lot of pieces. They have, you know, Domitas Abonis, um, Kevin Herter, and De'Arian Fox as seeming, seemingly taking a solid step forward, but it's not going to be enough to be like, say, the Kings team in the early 2000s with like Chris Webber, Pedro Stoyakovich, Doug Christie, Mike Bibby, Bobby Jackson, like that. Those teams were very sure. This is a team that is benefiting from a lack of defense and, uh, you know, high octane offenses. But when it, when it boils down to what really matters when you get into the playoffs, you need defense. And again, what we're, what we're saying here, the Kings don't really play a lot of defense. And you need defense in the playoffs. So, you know, they'll they'll probably walk into somebody, you know, they might they might make a little first round splash, but you know, we're 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 talking about what really matters. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be a lot going for the Kings. Because they're gonna have to walk into a Suns team when Devin Booker comes back. They're gonna have to walk into potentially a Clippers team with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Handicap squad. Hey man, you can say what you want. You can say what Kawhi, you want Kawhi had thirty six the other night. Yeah, I know. You can say what you I'm, want. Hey, Kawhi. look, I'm a. I, I like. I like Kawhi. The claw. Kawhi is the best part time NBA player that we've seen ever. Oh, for sure, one thousand percent. The best part time player. Uh, yeah, one thousand. Whatever, whatever he's doing in his downtime is obviously working because when Kawhi Leonard returns to the basketball court, it's flawless. It's game time. It's yeah, game time. He looks. Yeah. He shoots mid. He shoots the mid range perfect. Plays excellent defense. Paul George is benefiting off that because Paul George doesn't have to necessarily be the number one, and that's what Paul George. He's Paul George is a glorified number two. He almost. I don't know about made, all that. Is he not? Is he not? No, he's not glorified number two. No, he's glorified number two. That's not true. So who's but, the number what, two? Paul George is an all star. Paul George, you can have all stars at a number two. Yeah, he's but he is the number two. Bradley Beal was an all star, and he's a number three. Um, Bradley Beal's number one now. And what are the Wizards doing as a number one with Bradley Beal? John Wall was a number one. They were going to the playoffs. Bradley Beal is a number one. What are they doing? Yeah, but I mean, just because you have number one, now I mean, John got, Wall, it's an entire team, you know. So I mean, he's a guard, you know. Like, come on, I don't know. We saw what happened with a certain guard. Being the number one. <laughs> ah, I, ah. I, I, I will say this. Quiet. I have a prediction for the Kings. I, I have them finishing sixth place in the West for the playoffs. That's my prediction. Ooh. That's my early prediction. Who do you have over them? Who do Memphis. I have over them? Memphis. Okay. Denver. Okay. Dallas. Sorry. Um, the Warriors, 
Okay. And th- and that's the team right before them would be the Clippers. Okay. It's okay. That's fair. The only team I could see that possibly may go over them would be the Pelicans, depending on how they continue to play, barring any injuries. Yeah, the Pelicans' success is contingent on Zion Williamson. Who has played and, an and, I think Brandon Ingram. and I think Brandon Ingram. I think Brandon Ingram, too. Yeah. Brandon Ingram I think it also lies short. on him. Yeah. I, you got I, Bi is my guy, and I I won't let people forget about him. No, 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 without when they didn't have Zion Williamson due to injury or whatever, whatever he was doing, whether it was like losing weight or, you know, dealing with the the Snapchat women and all that good stuff, because Zion's had an issue with that in the past couple of years. Um, Brandon Ingram has been the guy. LeBron got rid of him, as well as he got rid of. Uh, Caldwell Pope got rid of Kuzma, got rid of Jordan Clarkson, who all, when we look at it, have had some sort of success in the teams they played with. Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year with uh, Utah. So, you know, these these guys have some sort of success across the board. It was never never really about, are these guys going to be successful long-term or anything? It was about, like, I need you to be good right now. and. We talked oh, about the top sure. line. LeBron, you know, likes to play with adults uh, when he goes on those deep playoff runs. There's certain things he likes to do. Um, and organizations give him the benefit of the doubt. They're like, look, you've done it before, so just, you know, do what you do. Yeah, but he, he yeah. could have had a dynasty if he had, he had long-term vision. But, you know, obviously the that's on Hey, that, that – and that is on him. Um, but speaking of speaking of playing with adults and all that, man, the trade de- trade deadline is less than three weeks away, and I'm ready to see some trades happening. And I need to see some. I, I need to see some alerts. I'm ready to see some things being shaken up. It's it's about that time, and I I, I think LeBron's gonna probably have be he's gonna be in the front office soon, you know, making something happen. LeBron is the front office. He's, he's front office. Yeah, I know. I know the Lakers are trying to make a play. On um, trying to make a play for Bradley Beal, though Bradley Beal wants to go to LA, but you know the contract is very um, the contract is an issue. Obviously, he got paid two fifty one mil. I don't know if anybody wants to pick that up, given who Bradley Beal is. But Bradley Beal, as I said earlier, is a very solid third option. And you have LeBron, you have AD, so Bradley Beal would fit perfectly. So it's just like, who do we get rid of? Who are the Wizards going to be willing to take on? The other side of that, the Wizards are also maybe looking to offshore Kyle Kuzma in the event that he has the option. I mean, in the event that the trade sounds good, but the Wizards front office, they're a little remedial. The Wizards would have to find a third trade partner, and I say that because Russell Westbrook will most likely have to be in the trade, and they're not going to bring him back. So they're going to have to find somebody willing to take Russ so they could get rid of him. The Pacers take Russ. And that's a possibility. Uh, maybe the Raptors. I feel like um, the Pacers are. I like the Pacers. Oh, you know what? Because Miles Turner has been talking a lot in the offseason. Miles Turner might be one of those pieces that, you know. But when they played LA, he he was auditioning. He was like, "Look at me, look at me, look, look, look." Yeah, right. I've, I've I've heard I've heard Miles Turner on a podcast. I forgot what podcast I listened to, but Miles Turner was ultimately vouching and like, "Hey, LA, pick me up. Like, I'm the guy. Like, mm-hmm. why not? Why not bring me on board?" But I mean, they have Anthony Davis. But I mean, Miles Turner and Anthony Davis to share up the post. Nobody would score on. Nobody would score on them. Like, 
All Miles Turner's the all Miles Turner does is play basketball and build Legos. My kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. No extracurriculars. You know, the fame doesn't bother him. Just go out there, do your job. Facts. Yeah. Let's um let's let's get into some of the games, like the big games coming up this week. Um on the twenty fifth, we've got uh was Grizzlies at Warriors. The rematch from Christmas. What do you I think about wait. that? I can't uh, wait to see Ja go off. You know, you know how I feel about this one. Ja's yeah. going for 40. I'm yeah, putting you know that what, ticket in. You know what I feel? I feel like Golden State's gonna find a way to win because they that's just what they do at home. That's just what they do. That's fine. Ja's going for 40, though. I'm putting that bet in. You should okay. not do that because the Warriors are gonna find a way to lock all that down. Yeah, you know, Steph is really the bet that you should place because Steph yeah, goes um, off in big moments like that. For sure. Oh, don't worry. There'll be a parlay with Steph on it. Don't <laughs> you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> yeah, that that'll already, be a good one. Look, I've got, I've got, I've got some, I've got some bets on that day that I'm already cooking up in my head. Um, my bet, my bet of the week actually is on this day. Um, I like the Spurs and the Lakers game. That that's probably that's going over. Whatever the total is, that's going over. I'm telling I'm telling it right now. Telling it like it is right now. My only concern for that game is um the Spurs don't protect inside, but the Lakers kind of do. I noticed that when they played the uh the Grizzlies. And I like the Spurs when they play teams that neither of the teams protect inside because the Spurs, you know, they can shoot from three from range, but they like to also get in the paint and get their points, get a lot of fouls. You know that pushes up the total, things like that. Um, that that's that's my concern. I was worried about that because uh, I took that game live, um, the Lakers game when it when it went down, but it was really shaky at one point. I mean, that fourth quarter lasted like thirty minutes, like <laughs> because they kept pausing like for fouls and everything. So it, it was just interesting. But that's just like my take on on stuff like that. I also look at the refs. Whoever's gonna be refereeing that game, they come out at nine a.m. <laughs> bro, you gotta know everything. They, the ref selection comes out at nine a.m. There's a website. I can send you a link for it. Um, get familiar with who is refereeing certain games, who calls the fouls. If you don't know that, you're doing yourself a disservice. But uh, Hefe, I'm gonna try to send you that after we get off of here. That 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 sounds very interesting. I'm gonna have to look at that. There's another Absolutely. game though on the 25th that I was looking at. Man, uh, the Nets are playing Philly that day. That's gonna be a very very interesting matchup, I believe, on the 25th. Um, I don't think Durant's going to be back for that game just yet, but I'm, I'm looking to see what Embiid can do with, and, and Kyrie can do. A low-scoring affair, probably. I know yeah, I know, I know. Kyrie's his guy. <laughs> Kyrie is my guy. I love Kyrie, despite his, his antics off the court and him being a flat earther. Um, I love Kyrie Irving. He's my guy, for sure. Um. But yeah, if there's no KD, is is MB gonna be back for that? Yeah, he should be back by then. Okay. I mean, seventy sixers should get that game, but you never know with the seventy sixers and Matisse Stibule. And I'll there's... tell you, last night they balled out with no Harden and no MB. Seventy sixers balled out. Maxley Maybe. was going off. Um, and what's his name? Um, Tyrese. Yeah, Rupert. matter of fact. Matter of fact, real quick, because there's something that you didn't even tell me or Trev about, and I heard something about you, TP, that you've been keeping on the DL from us. I heard you had a conversation with that man. You don't want to tell us about that? That's crazy. 
Excuse me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Calling you out. Conversation with, with who? With Maxley. I heard you had a conversation with him. Oh, Tyrese Maxley? I mean, yeah, I'm calling yeah, you out. I've seen him. Yeah, I'm calling him. you out. <laughs> you didn't even yeah. want to come back and tell the gang? That's crazy. No, no, no. I, we saw him. We saw him out in Philadelphia, you know. <laughs> I let him know he was a hooper for sure. Definitely. I mean, he's, he's a hooper. I mean, as a former hooper myself, you know, you got to let guys know, like, hey, man, you put the ball in the bucket. You do what you got to do. You're on the court making it happen. So, yeah, I, I definitely you told him. him. You told him. You told him. You and him, you know, y'all do the same thing. You know, yeah, yeah, more. You, just, like got, you just got hurt. Game, it's like game, game, recognized game. Did like, you? Hey, did you show? Him, did you show him your ring that you have? No, no, no I didn't. But yeah, I, okay. I definitely, I said, I said game, I said game, recognized game. I know what's going on. You know. Did you tell him about the ring you won? No, I didn't. No, no, okay, no. Okay. There's no reason I have that conversation. Oh, okay. But, I mean, because realistically, I was focused on the Dallas Cowboys at that at oh, okay. that juncture. Yeah, and fair enough. So. I was very focused on that. Speaking of which, oh. <laughs> fair enough. But there is there's one last game coming up this week that I think's going to be real interesting on the 29th when the Pelicans go and travel over to Milwaukee to play the Bucks. Um, that's that should be a very very interesting matchup. Hopefully, hopefully we uh we get to see at least Ingram back by then. I don't think Zion will be back, but hopefully we'll at least see Ingram back and we'll get to see somewhat of a complete Pelicans team. I know y'all just took the night off the other night, but um, you know it's 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 kind of interesting to see what's going on in the NBA. Uh, Stan Van Gundy, he had said that you know teams in the '90s and early 2000s, you know these players were playing 82 games, but there's like there's obviously like now in, in modern society or you know today's society, you know we're we're spending so much money and focus on health and making sure that these players are okay, but they're taking, the stars are taking more and more time off, but they're injured a lot more. It's like something is not working. It was like an interaction between him and Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant um, said uh, he agreed with him, basically. And Stan yeah, Van Gundy, yeah. he was Stan, like, Stan he, was did, confused. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> understand that Kevin Durant agrees. Like, I'm saying, I'm saying I agree with you, Stan. <laughs> that was hilarious. I don't uh, think he wanted him thing. to agree. Well, no, I, I think, I, what he said, Katie said, uh, what did he say? He, like, he said, "Stan." He said, "Stan spitting," and then yeah, Stan, and, and like, Stan, went to, like and Stan, a whole and, explanation. After yeah, Stan. Stan thought that meant that he was uh fabricating details. Yeah, essentially, he was not familiar with uh with that term. The the jargon, as they say, the Correct. lingo, the lex, the as 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 David Foster Wallace would put it, uh, the SBE standard Black English. Stan Van Gundy is a um, speaker of SWE, which is standard written English. So, yep. Sorry, I'm, I'm well read. You know, anyway, <laughs> we'll we'll get you there. Get you to the books. Consider the lobster. Rest in peace, David Foster Wallace. Sorry, guys, nothing, nothing too crazy. Everybody's looking at me like, or looking away like, all right, what is he talking about? He is going, yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> he is going off on a tangent on shit that does not. Yeah. However, I know, Speaking... I know this is the best. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, no, no. Finish out what you're saying because I'm getting ready to end us out, out of here. No, I was going to say, I know that, uh, you know, we're a basketball podcast, but the Eagles were able to defeat the New York Football Giants, the G-Men, who absolutely did not show up at all. They were G-Boys last night. And 
I just I just want to know how you guys felt about the the performance last night or the lack thereof from the Giants. I will give no previews and they can catch us on triple babble. Correct. That's what I'm gonna say about that. Oh, okay. no, That's this is no this is no previews. I'm sorry to the fans, but you will have to watch out for triple babble because I got I got some I got some stuff to say. Um but until then, um, real quick, I just want to uh, – something we should have done on the Triple Babble episode, and I completely I, – I brought the wrong script in, so I, it just – it just I'm sorry. I, that's all I need to say. That's all I got to say. Um, I want to have a moment of silence for a guy that, uh, that ended up passing away recently uh, this past January 17th. His name is Jay Briscoe. He's actually right around from this area. He was born in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, ended up passing away out in Delaware, um, and his kids were in the car with him as well. He he was in a, he was involved in a car crash. Uh, luckily, I believe both of his kids are alive. Uh, I, I'm not sure if they've made it out of the hospital as of right now. Um, but I just want to have a moment of silence for for him and his entire family, uh, real quick before I get out of here. Uh, so if you guys could join me real quick, I'm gonna have a moment of silence. All right. I appreciate you guys. Uh, shout out to the Briscoe family once again. Um, uh, but with all that being said, you can go ahead. You can join uh, Basketball Babble right back next Monday morning. Um, until then, y'all enjoy these games. Y'all enjoy the week of basketball. And I'll see y'all soon. El Jefe's out. Um, Anthony Edwards, stop choosing violence, my brother. As a fellow Anthony, don't you shouldn't be dunking on guys like that, okay? We posted that dude twice in the same game. Get serious, man. Do better. Don't, don't do that, okay? Just have, have some respect for other people, okay? We don't want to go to jail for that. Anthony's across the nation. Tell Anthony Edwards to calm down. GOTP, man. I'm out. All right, everyone. Uh, like like Hefe uh, said, uh, yeah, join us uh, next week when we will be back doing another episode of Basketball Babble. Um, until then, check us out on Spotify as well as Apple. Um, we will be posted there. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Um, but until then, we will catch you next time. We'll be talking about some of the biggest storylines, topics in the association. Um, so until that time, Trev is out. <laughs>